Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name your price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Wendy's new classic chicken sandwich is now in the two for five. And that's reason to celebrate. Try the new classic and then take your mouth on a victory lap with the iconic Dave's single, the delicious spicy chicken sandwich, spicy or crispy 10-piece nuggets, or just get another classic chicken sandwich. Taste greatness today with Wendy's two for five. We got you. For a limited time, a la carte only. Price and participation may vary in U.S. Wendy's. Release yourself from order and logic and enter a new place. It's not work. It's not home. Yeah, no maps have been drawn. No books have been written. Nothing is certain. Everything is possible. Welcome to Podcast and Chill with Magic. I'm assuming this doesn't end well. Welcome to another episode of Podcast and Chill. I'm hanging out with the legendary DJ Spoo. And I was saying, it's always an honor to speak to you because when I started the podcast, you were one of the very first people to jump on and put it in the map. You know, the likes of you, DJ Zintle. And I always appreciate that, you know, because you didn't have to, you know what I mean? No, let me tell you the truth. The truth, we said you and I are going to have a meeting and we're going to have this podcast together. You never showed up. <laughs> but you know what, like... Like, I remember when TGS brought a demo to TS Records. Sometimes when you look at things at a later stage, you're always proud that things did not happen the way you wish they could have happened. I'm glad that you ended up not doing this podcast with me. You did it on your own. Because I've been watching the, the, the success of it. And I knew, I knew it from when you started it. Because I knew at the time there was nobody doing a podcast. Mm. I knew that you were going to succeed. And I wanted to do it with you. And when I look at it now, you're one of those where I'm like, big up. I'm so proud of you, bro. And I told you in that interview, I was like, big up for getting into uncharted territories because now you're a pioneer in South Africa with podcasts. Thank you, man. But listen, uh, the reason why I want to chat to you today uh, is because, you know, you're very well versed in business and entertainment. So I just, I just hope you could shed some yeah. light, you know, that might help some people in these trying times. So I want to yeah. split this interview into two parts. I want to talk to DJ Smooth, the artist, and then DJ Smooth, the businessman. So let's start with the artist. Okay. How has yeah. it impacted you, um, the coronavirus, as an artist? Um, I've said it, and, and let me say it again. Congratulations with all of your success and everything, success and everything you've done. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of all of us when we start um, tapping into uncharted territories and when we block out the outside noise and we do things that nobody else is doing and we're brave enough to go pursue what we think will work out. It's working out for you. I can see your views. I can see your subscribers are growing all the time and I can see the love and support you're getting from the nation. You might not be making as much money now. You're actually probably not making money at all now. But I like the fact that you've got a a long game in your mind. You've got a vision. Because trust me, I'm guaranteeing you, before the end of this year, you're going to start making money with this podcast. And I'm definitely sure by this time next year, you'll be making more and more and more. It's just going to keep growing every year because finally uh, the, um, the, 
the wake up call has hit everybody. To answer your question, for me, I don't want to say, I don't want to be um, selfish and say, yeah, I told you guys, I told you guys. But I mean, I guess with a whole lot of other people, I'm one of the people that have been preaching the narrative of doing it our own, doing it on our own, following entrepreneurship, starting a side hustle, building multiple revenue streams of income, supporting our own, you know, keeping the money revolving around our own community, et cetera, et cetera. And that's a narrative I've been preaching all along. And finally, when this happens, it's not like I'm happy, but I am happy in a way that people are getting, you know, when, you know, MacGyver, when you get tough love and it's not nice for you to learn what you're learning because it's sort of tough love. Yeah. I guess that's what the world is going through. I think we as humans have been very, um, unfair to other species and creatures on earth we've been killing we've been killing animals putting them in the zoos we've been hunting animals as trophies we've been polluting the atmosphere we've been cutting down trees we've been killing people we've been starting wars we've been um not good to humanity even to one another so much so that i believe that today is or are the ending times especially when some of the people that have read the Bible, I believe for anything to be good or for there to be light, there has to be the most darkest situation for it to be light or for peace, worldwide peace to prevail. Unfortunately, there has to be a lot of people that die. There has to be wars, etc. which I do believe that our great, great grandchildren, if we do the right things right now, they'll be living in a peaceful world because I don't think we did our, our mankind or our era and the era before and before and before and generations before and, and, and i don't want to blame the white man but we all know who's been yeah. running the world all these years and who runs the world currently yeah. and i think it's the white man I, I don't think we've done justice to the world so i cannot believe that even though things are bad as they are god is just trying to take us to the next level where there will be peace eventually it might not happen in our lifetime might not happen in our children's lifetime but that's where it's going to and when that starts that's going to be the world that will be for hundreds of thousands of years before, unfortunately, um, what has happened happens again in millions of years. Because what is happening in life is what has happened before. Pretty much the Bible says it as well. So with my business of uh, the radio station, uh, Massive Metro, you know, I would want to say, hey, myself and Gareth Cliff and Thibaut Touch, we foresaw this when everybody else was laughing at us and everybody was like, yeah, you guys are starting those stations. Nobody listens to... We don't have data. Data is expensive, yeah. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But I'm happy that what we've been preaching is now starting to come to light where people are starting to wake up to be like, yo, if I don't up my game, if I don't up my hustle, if I don't rearrange my behavior, I don't change my behavior, I don't rearrange my business, um, I'm going to be left behind because it's adapt or die. So for me, I'm affected like everybody else. But moving forward in the future, I think from the radio station side as one of my businesses, I think advertisers, what we've been preaching and what we've been telling them in all of our pitches, it's now time for them to start seeing, yo, these guys have actually been telling us the truth. It's now here, it's now happening. So I think we are on the right path with the, with the radio station side. And the more fire side is the same because that's what I've been preaching. I've been like, guys, do it on your own. Guys, do your own what, thing. Guys, start What challenges hustle. have you faced with, with the, the coronavirus as, as more fire? Just with the coronavirus, Mofire is, is and, and, and guys, sorry for the ones that feel that I'm speaking too much. MacGyver gave me permission. He said I can yeah, go yeah. on as much. Yeah, as yeah, no, go crazy. 
uh, everybody's got challenges. Everybody's experiencing um, challenges in their own right. And with the model that I had adapted because of our country and where we were, for me, it's always people first. I always say I'm a social entrepreneur. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm not somebody who's out to be rich and wealthy. Even the wealth that I always speak about, that I'm a billionaire under construction, it's not like I'm just going to be some wealthy guy who's going to be driving around in, in private yachts. For me, it's always been like to achieve that and show people that it's possible, can be done, and then take all of that money and give it back. Build universities, build hospitals, build any development centers for kids invest in education, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what I want to do. I just want to live out my life following my name, being a blessing unto society. I think it's been brilliant what we've been able to do and it has kept our business alive and encouraging young guys to buy more fire and go sell it for themselves and make money. But it's not sustainable in the long run as much as it is sustainable. Let me say that why. Why? Because of what's going on right now. But even if the laws come or regulations change and nobody's allowed to be in groups or nobody's allowed to be outside, whether we like it or not, in the hood, there will always be people moving the streets. There'll always be people roaming the streets. There'll always be mamas selling vegetables in the corner. There'll always be flea markets in Makasi. There'll always be taxi rents in Makasi. And that's why survival I for them. Excuse me? It's survival for them. They have yeah, that's why I mean... There will always be a market for a business like ours in the hood. You understand? Now, don't be in town, but in the hood. In town, it's easier because solutions of using things like drop shipping, they're here. I was announcing a few months ago that Mofa is now on Take A Lot. You can order and Take A Lot. Your stock can be delivered at the door in a few days. And, and that's great. And Mofa is always going to be on other platforms, Uber Eats and all these others that you are talking about. So we are affected immediately right now, yes. But long, long, long term, we're not really that much affected because there will always be people in the streets in the hood, will always be selling to people in the hood, and young people will always use more fire as a form of coming up to make themselves some profit, save some money, and get into other things that they want to do and grow with that. So I would say that we are affected, but I'm happy with what's going on in the world. You know, in China, they say the same word that is used for a crisis or for a pandemic or, or for chaos is the same word that means opportunity. So for me as an entrepreneur and somebody who's solutions driven, the way I think, I think um, this has been a long time coming. And, these and people, and when I say these people, MacGyver, I mean, we haven't been good to the world. Yeah. I think it's time that God is like, yo, and I want to jump in there when you talk about opportunities in business as a whole, what opportunities do you think will arise from this? Because I was telling a friend of mine the other day that you know, we've been planning, like you were saying, that four years, three years, uh, everything is going to be digital. But the coronavirus has made it now, like, it's, it's, hap it's no more three, four years. It's happening now. You have to adapt now. There's a lot of opportunities, MacGyver. Remember that opportunities as an entrepreneur come in, you solving problems. And come in, you offering people services. And come in, you in um, monitoring society or your community or society at large of the world and seeing what the world needs so that you're able to offer those um, solutions, MacGyver. It's just like you. You started this podcast literally a year and a half ago or so. At the time, as much as, yeah, one bunny here and there had podcasts, but MacGyver, you came up with your own idea and you wanted this podcast to become number one in South Africa, which it is right now. But it's not like you did what um, is new and nobody had done. You pretty much followed a route that everybody had been using all along, but you did it your own way. And you knew that you had an audience. 
you've worked for YFM, you've worked for Highfold, etc. You've got radio experience. It's not like you left Highfold or you were fired or whatever because you don't have skills or you don't have the audience. Whatever happened, happened. You were young. We all made our mistakes when we were young. But as we grow, you knew when I'm a guy, that you know what? There's an opportunity for a podcast in South Africa. The world is changing. Data will, will fall very soon. People are getting online. Content that is created online daily keeps increasing in numbers. Let me get into this and start my own MacG podcast. Look at how big your podcast is now. And it's nothing compared to what, it's going to, what it will be in 2025, what it will be in 2030. You're going to have millions of subscribers. You're going to have a huge podcast. You're going to be making hundreds of thousands every month, if not millions every year with what you're doing. But what did you do? MacGyver, you looked at an opportunity, you looked at a market, and you looked at all of us that are talented to do this podcast. But nobody did, and you were the first. I don't want to say the first. Yes, there's others who were the first, maybe. But I think mainstream, in outside of the mainstream media, you're the first one that showed people that you can do a podcast mobile and invest in equipment where you can interview people and, and, and do well. And that's exactly how I think a lot of people should approach this, to say, with this change of behavior, how are people's lives going to be moving forward? What are things I can do online to better myself or to make money for myself or to create a business for myself? I did make an example earlier about dropshipping. Dropshipping is basically like delivering, like what Uber Eats is doing or what Uber is doing or what um, Mr. Delivery, Mr. D and Take A Lot are doing. That's dropshipping, basically. You don't even have to own the vehicles or the motorbikes or the vans. You can even go up by Machitanama Venekas you can go you can even start with just three guys or you can even start with five guys or ten guys or 20 guys and say we are only focusing in Dobsonville or we're only focusing in Sishel or we're only focusing in Wamashu or we're only focusing in Kukuletu then you can grow to another place and another place and as you make mistakes you keep perfecting it and fixing it so those are the type of opportunities are the affiliate marketing um, if you go to Amazon's um, website there's opportunities there for young hustlers who are digitally online to sell Amazon's products to other people who are online. Remember, guys, oh. there's billions of people who are on YouTube daily and who are on the internet daily. There's so much where you can purchase a product for this price or acquire this, put in your own little markup like what we do with Mofa in the streets, but do that online and then sell it to other people. That's called affiliate marketing, where you are creating and getting leads for companies or for small businesses. Oh, that's also what you can do for Amazon. There's so many opportunities online and not only online with people's behavioral patterns changing. Remember, you don't have a business if you don't have the people. The fact that there's still 55 to about 60 million people in South Africa that forever be business. It's about how do you think and what ideas do you have to get those people, get that money out of their pockets and give it to you. And, 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 and can you apply everything that you're saying with music? And the reason why I'm asking that is because, let's say, for example, I am Labantonaba Uber, released a song in December, it's a smash hit. You know when you've got a hit. You've had hit many hits before. You get a lot of money, you know? Um, I buy cars, buy houses now, and then boom, Corona comes. What do you do now is don't be afraid of what people are going to say. I'll make you an example. When I started Mofai, I was at the peak of my entertainment career, but I, I foresaw about Kespanyovas coming. I foresaw about Ricky Rick coming. And not that I was intimidated by new talent. You know I help new talent and I like young people coming in. But I knew that I'm getting older. And in entertainment, as much as you can have a long career, 
you never know. It's dicey. You, you, you're reliant on your audience. And your audience right now, for instance, our audience's entertainment is the last thing on their mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, except for young people. Young people, you know, consume entertainment the most. But entertainment is the last thing on their mind. The first thing on their mind is, politi- is politics of the stomach. It's food for themselves, food for their children, food for their family, and the means to make money moving forward. So what I want to say when I'm a guyver is I believe a lot of brilliant minds are going to come out of this because the young guys that we have now are different from you and I. As much as I'm older than you, but the younger guys now are different. The younger guys are they're growing up with technology on their side and they're so savvy and so astute in that. I mean, I just joined TikTok, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> and when I joined it, I'm seeing ordinary youngsters with 100,000 followers. With 30,000 followers. And they're doing the most entertaining things. And I'm like, wow. (laughs) That's how we came into the game. When we came into the game, they thought we were crazy. We had an artist called Mzeze, who was doing exactly what these young people are doing on TikTok, on on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. But they've got technology on their side. When we came up, we didn't have it on their side. And when I look at what they're doing, I just see so many young people that are going to succeed a lot of them are not even aware how big they're going to become and how successful they're going to become. But I just want them to be entrepreneurially wired mentally so that everything they do, they don't become like Smu or Bonang or Peltusi or Boiti, but they become better than Vusitembevayu, better than Trevor Noah, better than Black Coffee, better than, better than Smuda, better than Bonang, better than Stogie T, better than whoever is doing it out there because they've had enough time to watch us do it and they've got technology on their side. So it's all about being creative and that that you think makes you happy, do more of it. And that that people say you're crazy when you're doing, that's pretty much what I think you should be doing because you can't be like everybody else, you know? Mm. Dude, you've been uh, singing this praise for the longest time, you know, about black excellence. Are you seeing a shift in people's mentality? You know, when you are on these platforms, like my platform or your Facebook Live, your Instagram Live, because you're always preaching the same message. Are you seeing a difference? I mean, it's intentional that I preach the same message because they say, because I know my community, my community is black people. Repetition is the way. That's why you're brainwashed because they know not to chase your TV. generation. That's why these big companies, they spend the most Bafagama advert during each generation because that's the brainwash time that they have for you. Mm-hmm. Brainwash, brainwash, brainwash. And then you end up calling every um, fluoride toothpaste Colgate. You end up calling every drink Coca-Cola. And, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because you've been brainwashed so much because you just keep doing things that they want them to do, the system wants you to do. I'm saying right now, there's going to be so many successful people because we are forced, we've got our backs against the wall. And once you've got people's backs against the wall and there's no solution, and you know black people, bro, black people always survive in any situation. You can leave a black person in the desert, somehow they'll survive. They'll <laughs> even get to the old before you get there. You get to the old like, mokas. You know, that's how black people are. Because the very same black people that you hire to do a new system that you're trying to block out everybody else. Those are the same black people who stay in the hood who are going to tell everybody else. So no matter how things can be so difficult right now, I really do think that black people are the most intelligent. Black people started mathematics. Black and Nigerians started the internet. 
black people started, black persons started um, Johnny Walker, black, well, Johnny Walker, the alcohol, Even black like people started the light thing. The, the electricity, it was a black guy, man, I forgot his name. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's mostly black people, but it's just that credits were taken from us and our history made us believe that we are inferior and we're not good enough. But I'm standing here to tell you that the fact that you can stand in the sun the whole day and not eat sunscreen, the fact that you can grow your hair and your hair grows towards the sun, sunshine D, vitamin D, the fact that you can walk the way you walk, the fact that you can take poverty and turn it around and make it look sexy. That's why when you look around right now, everybody wants to be black, but nobody wants to (laughs) enjoy the things that black people enjoy. (laughs) And there's a saying that says, Everybody wants the rhythm, but don't want the blues that come with it, you know? So I kind of feel that's the gift that we have as black people. But at the same time, with what is going on mentally, we should start um, having a different mindset to say, this is not just some sort of a holiday that we've been given. This is not some sort of a punishment from the government. And also start reading current affairs from overseas because what's happening in America affects the whole world. What's happening in China right now affects the whole world. Because right now you've got the Communist Party leading China. You've got China doing pharmaceutical deals with big pharmaceutical companies in America. You've got America being a powerhouse as the first world nation that influences the rest of the world. So if you don't follow what's going on in Europe right now, if you don't follow what's going on in America right now, you won't know what's going to happen here in South Africa soon. Because those decisions that about Trump, about Bill Gates, about Fauci, or about communist party in China are taking all those decisions at, at the long run they're going to affect us. So I'm trying to say open up your mind and follow current affairs overseas, follow what's going on overseas, follow what's going on with this situation right now overseas because it's going to um it, it's pretty much going to affect how we're going to live forward. But with that being said, and what, what I said earlier on to say we must think positively and be solutions driven. I really do think that the internet is going to come up with is going to come with a whole lot more opportunities for young people than it than 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 the opportunities that were there for us. But the fact is, for people like us here in Africa, we need resources, infrastructure, and we need these cell phone companies to stop taking advantage of us. You know, when you look in 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 in, Tanz- in, in Kenya, East Africa, one gig of data. Is about what like 20 what, 15 rand 10 rand equivalent mm. one gig of data in tanzania is an equivalent of five rand one gig of data in south africa is more than 100 rand yeah. vodacom they've just dropped it by 30 percent now it's like maybe 60 or 70 rand and the cheapest being what telcom mobile or being rain yeah. rain you get one gig for 50 rand as much as it's cheap but it's still expensive. Now imagine when data eventually drops and how many people get on the internet and how much knowledge they're going to acquire by being on the internet and how many ideas that are going to be out there for young people to make money. I think there's going to be a whole lot more opportunities. I don't think it's the end, but I just think it's the beginning. What did you think of the president's speech? I thought ordinary people might not understand the numbers that are being announced there, but I think it's great that the president does care about the people. He spoke about the stimulus packages and for different people, for small business owners, for um, grant recipients, etc. But if you're somebody like me, you are what is called middle class. You live in these suburbs and in these beautiful homes. We shouldn't forget where we come from. We shouldn't forget about the people where we come from. And we shouldn't even be... Uh, 
greedy so much so that we also want to get something from the government. I think these are the times where people like us should be standing up to want to help our brothers and sisters back in the township. And that's why I don't like words like black tax. Yeah. As if like it's some burden of some sort. I don't think it is. I think it's just our lifestyle as black people based on our history and based on how the entire village wanted you to succeed and be educated as a child. Now that you are educated, it's your duty and your responsibility to go out there and help out your little cousins, your little nieces, younger nephews and, and, and neighbors, etc. And for me, that's how I think because I'm always a positive thinker. I'm always solutions driven. So I do think that the uh, president is, is guiding the country in the right way. He is not letting the country panic. Everybody's going to have different opinions all the time. But what do you do, though, when you're fighting an invisible enemy? What do you do, though, when the economy is under pressure? And there's different conspiracy theories that are out there, you know? I mean, when you look at it, literally, the current economy, world economy, as we know it, is getting shut down. Yeah. The cryptocurrency blockchain guys have been screaming this also for many years. Because you need to remember, there's only a certain number of Bitcoins that are going to be created, mm -hmm. meaning all of them are numbered, meaning it cannot be manipulated as the money system is being manipulated currently. Like if you look at a country like America, America owes China trillions of dollars. And the big pharma in America, most of those pharmaceutical products that they get, more than 70 to even 80 to 90% of them come from China. China is a manufacturing economy. They pretty much supply everything, the whole world. Look, even my glasses are falling. That's China for you. <laughs> They're from China. China supplies everyone, bro. And so when this happens, is there going to be a world governing body that holds China accountable? Or are we just going to sit back and just watch China use us as they are? I mean, you look at what they're doing to Africans out there in China. And do you really believe that China has got good intentions coming into Africa? You do know China has been making so many different meetings with different African leaders. And for me, it's like, ah, oh, we're going through colonization again, but now it's through the Chinese. It's no longer the Western world. But then what do we do? Because we don't have the money and China's got all the money. And when that money comes, it comes with its own conditions. So do I believe the virus is created? A lot of conspiracy theories say yes. Some other conspiracy theories say it's, it's a virus that comes from a bat. But it doesn't matter the, the origins of the virus. I say currently what we have is this situation and this virus, which is deadly for a lot of people. And I think the information that should be going out there is how do people... Uh, boost up their immune system. And I'm not hearing a lot of that out there on the line as much as Dr. Sebi was, um, Dr. Sebi died preaching the same message that we can heal ourselves through the food that we eat. But now we're in GMOs, we're ingesting all the genetically modified foods. We're just eating all these different things that are man-made. We are no longer those people that were, our ancestors were, where we were relying on umhlaba, the earth, land. Because land gives us everything all these particulars to make cell phones, all these different minerals that the world has become wealthy of that they get from the African continent, our clothes, the books that we make, the computers, the laptops, the phones, the food that we eat, uh, and, and herbs that are meant to heal our bodies. Everything comes from the earth. That's why the land is so important. The land conversation is the most important one. But what has happened in the world, as we started earlier on when we first started this interview, I did say that... Um, Mankind has been messing up the world. We've been polluting the earth. We've, we've been ill-treating um, God's people. We've been cutting down the trees. 
We've been putting on trend, chemtrails all up. We've been selling chemicals. We haven't been encouraging people to eat organic foods that they can plant at the back of their homes. And people are so brainwashed into believing they must always buy food from retail outlets, etc. But Dr. Sebi came and he taught us. And it's not only Dr. Sebi, it's Ningi Nyanga, Ezalaikaya, that even till today have been preaching that message. And every time when they do preach that message in public, they're always wrong or they're ostracized as they're preaching wrong things. But that's how our ancestors were living. Our parents, the reason our parents can live up until the 60s, their 70s, their 80s, some of our great-grandparents are in their hundreds. They live up until 100 years old, 105 years old. Why? Because they grew up under um, eating organic foods and all these years. And us, we are living in a different world where I kind of feel we need to be, especially us as Africans, we need to be learning what our ancestors used to do. And we need to also look at history, how our history was turned against us, that we, we hate ourselves and all these different things. And I think this has been a great opportunity for a lot of people to learn about what's going on in the world so that we, we, we can move forward better. But uh, I really do think that um, whether it's created or it's not created, the disease or the virus is out there, but it's about what do we do with it? Because I believe for it to be light, it has to be extremely, extremely, extremely dark. And unfortunately, a lot of people have to lose uh, uh, their lives for, for, for the world to experience peace eventually in, in hundreds of years to come. Dude, when I, when I listen to you, I, I get a sense, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm privileged to have known you for, for quite some time now. But the more and more I talk to you, I feel like you are, it's like a calling what you're doing now, you know? Because from, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't even see the need for you to like, okay, fine, you can have more fire to make money, but I don't see you having the need to, to, to be a motivational speaker to preach the message that you are. When did you realize that, shit, this is my purpose and this is what I want to do? You know, MacGyver, I always say it's important, the, the name that you give to your child, because I always believe that uh, you follow the name. You know, like, you need to remember, MacGyver, you don't give yourself the name. It's because every time when you're a kid or you're an infant, every time when your parents uh, are next to you, and they're about to get your attention or they're doing something to you. There's this thing that they say. There's this thing that they say. They keep saying smusiso. They keep saying smusiso. They keep saying smusiso so often that when you hear smusiso, you pay attention. And that's how you get your name as a child. And you grow up like that. I mean, my name was smusiso, which means a blessing. And today I always say I'm blessed to become a blessing unto others. So the name that you give your child is important. And I always say that my entire career is dedicated to my mother. You can read all my books, like all my three books, I'll tell you. My career is dedicated to my mom's, you know, and my career being dedicated to my mom's because my mom's told me from when I was a child, I just never understood at the time I was young. My mom even, I never used to understand that and I I just used to rebel against my mother as an ordinary child, but as time goes on, only now I understand the meaning of the name. And how I understand it is because of how the mind works and how the subconscious mind works. Everything you've ever learned is in your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind never knows what the date is. The subconscious mind recognizes what it recognizes. It's like a fertile land. But the subconscious mind like a fertile land. And I talk about this information on 
on my on the the last book that I wrote um last year and I think you know yeah it was last year my last book I'm currently writing my fourth book which will be out by the end of this year I talk about how how um how the mind absorbs everything you give it and if you give it negativity it absorbs all of that as well and then the subconscious mind is the one that uh, informs the conscious mind and is what informs your speech and your speech is what informs the universe or the world and what you inform what you speak about with your own mouth which is informed by your mind is what eventually you act upon and is what you, is what you become right and that's what the law of, of attraction teaches us that's what we learn from the secret so we learn from think and grow rich so we learn from the outliers and all these different books and all these different people that have that have succeeded when they share the information but with that being said you need to remember that everything is here which means we must go and change here you are saying to me smuda have you always been like this i think it's because of my name hearing my name jalo 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 even though i don't i was not aware why my mom was calling me that and when she used to explain it and everything but as time goes and as as you become older and in god tonight you look at him but then you start seeing wow this is what i used to dream about this is what i used to say it happened it's happening exactly the same way wow this is what i used, you know what i mean and then you start understanding when you start reading books you start getting more informed you start maturing you're like wow oh that's how the world works and i think it's because of my mom's and i always give credit to my mom's and i'm happy that my mom uh, may my dad's soul rest in peace wherever he is but i'm glad that he passed on after he had seen me as a grown man and he had seen his grandchild and he had seen that even if he passes on i've got this you know i'm the man i can look after my mom's my mom's is still alive but i always attribute my success to my mother to say that my mom what she used to preach us used to say to my ears all the time is what i've become so i want to say the same thing macgyver that um i've become like this because of my mom and i want to encourage people that have got kids i know there's a lot of young parents that are watching us right now whether your child is 3 years old whether your child is 10 years old it's important the name that you give your children and it's important what you teach your children because you need to remember you and i were brainwashed you and i were lied to you and i don't have to let our children go through the same thing you and i have got an opportunity now to start homeschooling our kids teaching them their vernacular language teaching them their south african history teaching them their african history letting them know who they are letting them know that it was a lie that that white jesus that is on every black homes house was a lie <laughs> we must go read revelations and really find out the truth who are the people that we are reading about in the bible so all of that truth that you wish you could have known earlier it's your responsibility right now to go teach your kids all of that information and i think with that way we can only build a better generation like that we were told we must finish our degrees we're going to get jobs we're going to get drive nice cars but we were lied to so the information we must teach our kids now is go be self sustainable go plant gardens go veg vegetarian if you can go vegan if you can go plant the garden you don't even have to be rich you can just go plant ama patata ama zamba num rojo at the back of the house just go organic go you know the things that you wish you could have been taught when you were young it's a great opportunity right now to go teach your kids wow man that's amazing uh last time we spoke you were on your way to be a billy a billionaire <laughs> how far or how close are we to that billion man i've been that when i'm a guy but um i've been that because i i think i've got so much to offer the world and i think a lot of people never understood me they thought i was talking about monetary value that i'm a billionaire 
I was just basically saying, even when you talk about billions, I'm worth more than that. You know, when you look at somebody like um, the late, great Dr. Miles Monroe, Madiba, you look at such people. Madiba was worth even more than a billion. You know, it's, he was not a businessman, but he was somebody who was put on earth to live out his purpose. You know, and I think, and, and I'm those type of people. My purpose is in my name. You know, I'm blessed to become a blessing unto other people. And I think what I'm worth to my community is even worth more than billions. I'm worth trillions. I'm worth gazillions to my community because I believe that I'm somebody who just doesn't preach things to youngsters. But I think I'm somebody who shows people how you can better your life and how you can become a better person by living my own life. And, uh, and the reason why over the past five, six years, I've been recording so much with my phone and sharing all that information, selling in the streets and all of that. I knew that a lot of my work, when it happened, when I had TS Records with TK and we built that legacy, unfortunately, there was no internet, there were no cameras. So all of my legacy is only in people's minds. And those people are going to die in the next 50 years, in the next 70 years. They're going to die with, with my legacy of what I did in this country. So that's why I kind of felt... God has given me another chance to show people how great I am by starting this Mofire business, by starting this massive metro business, by writing these awesome books, by being the best me, the best move I can be. I must make sure that I record everything so that it's out there for future generations to watch and learn and use that as an example of what to do and what not to do so they can become better people. And when my daughter is old enough, she can look back and be proud of the work that her, her father is put on. So I always say to people, legacy is important. Playing the long game is the way. Having a short-term goal, a mid-term goal, a long-term goal is the way. Writing down your goals is the way. Saying your affirmations on a daily basis is the way. Not giving a damn about what people are going to say about you is the way. Having, guys, you know, I mean, look at this book. This is what I'm reading right now. And I bought this book two years ago. I never read it. I think I read about, I read the first two chapters called Crushing It. It's by, it's by Gary Vaynerchuk, right? You yeah, guys do know Gary. Yeah, I follow him on, on, on Instagram. Fucking legend. He's dope. I don't like people that swear. Um, I mean, I know that you also swear sometimes. But he's got so much to say, so much so that he's worth listening to, even if you don't like people that swear. Just like Meg G's podcast is number one in South Africa, even if sometimes he swears. I think what he has to say is more worthy more than his swear words. You know, and I think... This is a book you can go read. These are the type of entrepreneurs you can go follow, which I do the same. I follow the Dan Locks, the Gary Vaynerchuk's, I follow the Robert Kiyosaki's, the Brian Roses of this world. I follow all sorts of different people from all over the world, even from Africa, South Africa, overseas, Europe, etc. because I always want to be a better person. But uh, I really do believe in the future. I really do believe in um, uh, the young people of South Africa. And I also do believe that a lot of South Africans are not, don't know how great and awesome they are. Uh, if you go out there, well, go to New York, you go to Australia, you go to London, you go to Canada, you go to LA or Atlanta, everybody, when you start saying South Africa, people start getting interested, want to hear more. Wow. All the film directors, musicians, any industry you can talk of, when you start saying it from South Africa, people want, they want to know more. You know what I mean? And, I think some people think it's only the few people that have made it internationally that come here from home. It can be us. Trust me, it can be you. Because wow. the world wants more 
of where Trevor comes from, where Black Coffee comes from, where Tusombetu, Terrapito, um, Nomzamo, you can name them, Shalice Theron, where they come from, the world is looking for more of that type of talent, where those type of people come from. And only you guys are going to be the ones that show the world how great we are as South Africa, because we are kings and queens. And I've been telling you, you are a melanated being. You are one with the earth. You are one with the ground. The earth favors you. That's how when your hair grows, it grows towards the sun, just like the plants and the trees do. You're an amazing being. Even your swagger, just the way you walk, the way you play football or soccer, the way you play basketball, the way you sing, just the way you are, the way you work, just the way you walk. You know, like you go to the hood, you know, that's like poverty, but they dress poverty. You know, we take the nothing that we don't have and turn it into something. And, and sometimes I think we become too harsh on, on, on our brothers and sisters and Africans and black people. Say, yeah, you guys like spending, etc. And that's a mindset we need to get rid of. But it's because we never had so much for many years. That, that little win that you get, you want to celebrate it. You want other people to see that you've got some sort of a win, you know, because we grew up in so much poverty. But right now is the time to start being spenders, to start being producers. And, and I know this has been preached all along, but I think what is going on right now is waking people up. And it's time to build those gardens. It's time to eat right. It's time to move to an alkaline-based type of a diet when you're eating. It's time to start training. It's time to better ourselves. It's time for you to focus on what you love, whether it's swimming, it's running, it's reading, it's helping kids, it's volunteering at an orphanage. It's whatever it is that makes you happy, do more of it. Because when you do more of what makes you happy, your um, energy vibrates on a half frequency. When your energy vibrates on a half frequency, you attract things of that frequency. As much as there's always going to be challenges, but you are, vibrate, you are vibrating on a half frequency and you just become that type of person that sometimes just attract opportunities instead of chasing them because you've made yourself that person. Success is not out there. What you're looking for is not out there. The love that you're looking for is not, it's not somebody else that's going to make you happy. You have to make yourself happy even before you meet a partner. Your partner is only just to come to compliment you. You make each other happy. But now when you are relying on somebody else to make you happy, well, I can't live without you. The Nubai Serial King and Mabuki Chimisa at Nambas on Friday the 15th. Like you must be able to make yourself happy. You must be able to not seek a boyfriend. Seek a boyfriend. If they come into your life, that's good enough. That's a blessing. Thank you. But you must be able to rise your own energies and make yourself so amazing that you vibrate every time on a higher frequency. And trust me, the universe is going to respond. It can be God, it can be whatever you believe in. But once your frequency is on a high vibration, that's all you attract. You attract people who only vibrate at that high frequency. You attract who you are. You attract what you are, MacGyver. DJ Spoo, is this you? <laughs> that's dope, man. Right? It's all of this, right? The books. <laughs> It's the books. There's no books. Oh, it's the books. It's the things that I read, bro. Ah, oh, man. I never knew you were so smart, bro. That's so dope, man. But listen. <laughs> I don't think it's about being smart, MacGyver. I think it's about wanting to search, you know, because mm. is that all there is in the world? Is yeah, that? You know, is this what world is? The world is all up. Like, is this, if I die tomorrow, mm. is this it? Come mm. on. Yeah. There's more to the world. And trust yeah. me. It's all in books. Mm, mm, mm. I know there's a book that you that you love about some black CEO who managed to rise from the bottom to run some 
big corporations in the country. Which which one is that? Yes. I need to write, I need to get that. His name is Mtetunyati. Yeah, I need to get that. One of the most amazing business people in this country. Is it time? Let me read the synopsis of this book quickly, MacArthur. And I just want to encourage young people to read. And by the way, every 7 p.m. in the evening, I've got a live YouTube show started last week. Nice. The synopsis of this book, quickly, MacArthur, before you continue, says if you want to take the system down, provide a better alternative at least. You can't just say to people, hey, call me great, yeah, don't give up, and you don't offer them any solution. At least you know, when I said, guys, don't give up, I offered them more fights, go sell and make money. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm. That's what that's what they're saying here. You can't just only preach. You must offer them an alternative. And then they say here, at heart, I'm an engineer. I think it's a statement that was said by him. I'm an engineer. I want to encourage people to fix things, not to raise false hopes. And then it says here, the rest of the synopsis, Ntetonyati knew years ago as a schoolboy in Mtata working behind the counter at his mother's trading store that he wanted to fix and build things. And after completing his studies in mechanical engineering at Natal University, he turned down a Rhodes scholarship and headed for Johannesburg to take up a position at a company called Afrox. He was the only black engineer and he saw, oh, and the sole advice he received from his superiors was, don't mess up. Well, he didn't. Today, Mr. Mtetonyati is one of South Africa's top CEOs, having steered Microsoft South Africa and MTN South Africa out of troubled times. He's currently guiding the transition of a company called Altron from a family business started at the height of apartheid into a high-performing international ICT company with social conscience. And that's Mr. Tetonyati. That's a book I can recommend. But I think you're talking about a different book. But uh, now no, that's, that the one, that's the one. That's the one. That's the one. I saw okay. it on your live yesterday. You were talking about it yesterday okay. on your live. Yes. There's another dope book. Phil Knight, that's a guy that started Nike, this guy. Mm. Uh, we can't see it. Show it that's Jackie Pomuta's book, but that's another dope book is that one by Robert Kiyosaki, The Business of the 21st Century. But yeah, the book I was recommending today is about leading people, managing people. Mm. Here's the book. It's by Anne Parkinson and a guy called Richard McBain. It's called Managing People. Dope, 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 dope book. Bro. Now, I Sorry, see why the, now I see why the Department of Education got you to teach. <laughs> But I've been teaching MacGyver. I mean, how many things did I teach you, you know? <laughs> what did you think of the backlash regarding that, that campaign? I think it's dope and I think it's great because people are responding. And that's, you remember what I said earlier, it's all about sometimes changing a negative narrative into a positive. The fact that they got so many people recognizing the program, I think they should be happy. And that's what I was telling the team. I was like, guys, be happy that it got recognized. Even if it got some backlash, it shows us that our society is concerned with, hey, you know? And I was saying, but I'm not a celebrity. And you guys do know my resume. You know my passion about education and how long I've been serving in high schools. And some people are in universities today. Some are millionaires today. And they'll tell you that I visited them in their schools. And because that's how I've dedicated my life. I always say to people, like, every day that you're living in your life, you're writing your own obituary. So mm. I've lived my life as much as I've done well in what I've done or in entertainment back in the day and now in business. I think simultaneously in parallel, I, I was um, a part of inspiring, encouraging and helping as many people as I could. And I think, um, and I achieved that. And I think there's still more people I'm going to help. And I think the reason why I'm, I'm pursuing wealth now is because if my entire career till today, 
physically one-on-one, I've probably helped maybe a hundred people. Mm. I've probably inspired 10 million, or let me mm. say 1 million. Let me say 1 million. Let's be modest. Let me say 1 million people I've inspired over the past 15 years. And maybe a um, hundred people have literally one-on-one physically changed their lives. Imagine how many people I can impact if I can become wealthy. Mm. Or when, or let me say when, not if, when, when I become wealthy. Mm. Because you see, wealth, guys, money is nothing. I don't think people understand that money, money is not, money is not worth the paper that is print, printed on. For instance, if you look at the dollar, the dollar is the third um, biggest um, currency in the world. There's the pound, there's the euro, sorry, there's the, sorry, it's the, yeah, it's the pound. Sorry, it's the euro and the pound and then the dollar, right? The dollar is number three. But America does not have gold to back up their, their currency. Currently, they're in trillions owing China. They keep printing money, but their money is not worth the paper it's printed on. <laughs> you know? And that's why people like Gaddafi conspiracy theories say people like him were killed because they were talking about a one currency for all African countries, us coming together and trading with the rest of the world with one African currency. And us, it would be different because we could back up our currencies. Because we, our currency, we could back it up because, I mean, South Africa alone, we've got about 52 minerals, bro. We've got gold, we've got diamond, we've got platinum, we've got ferrochrome, we've got aluminium, we've got coal. We've, do you know what I mean? Like, the Western world and the rest of the world has been raping Africa for yeah. so many decades until today. Hey, still has yeah. not changed. Mm-hmm. Still has not changed, bro. Yeah. And now, the Western world, not that they've had enough, but they've had so much of Africa that now we think China are better. <laughs> is it a better devil? I don't think so. They've just chucked out some Africans out there to try and portray them as people who are spreading COVID-19 in China. So I don't think that you and I um, in a space to liberate ourselves fully. Mm. And I think it'll have to be God that intervenes and says, enough is enough with my people. Mm. We're ushering in. And, that, and that's what's about to happen. As I was saying to you, that as much as I don't think ourselves and our children are going to experience it in our lifetime, but I think God is saying enough with this world. These are the end times. And I think for the world to have peace, this has to happen. We've polluted the, the, the atmosphere enough. We've cut down enough trees. We've been killing animals. We've been killing people. We've been about money. We haven't been about humanity and mankind. And I think God wants a world like that where we don't have to kill his animals. We don't have to cut down his trees. We don't have to pollute, pollute the air. We don't have to kill each other. We don't, do you know what I mean? Like, and I think for that to happen, for, for light to happen, it has to go dark, extremely dark, MacGyver. And I think for the next hundreds of years, that's what we're going through for our great, 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 great grandchildren to experience that lifetime of peace. Wow, that's amazing. Smooth, in closing, what do you want to be remembered as, man, when it's all said and done? Excuse me, say that again. What do you want to be remembered as when it's all said and done? I don't think I want the world to remember me in any way. I just want my children to be really proud of um, the ideologies that I've been for without having to use politics, without having to use religion, without having to use um, any famous people I don't come from, any famous family, etc. I really do want my children to spread the word out there and say our dad believed in himself so much and he believed in humanity and mankind and he believed in God so much so that we want to 
um, footsteps, you know, and I think, um, and that's what I want. I really do believe in humanity. I do believe there's a lot of good in everyone and in every race. And as much as we always blame the white man about what happened in our past, I don't want us as black people to dwell under that negative victim mentality. That's a trap. And in some sort of way, I think that's what Kanye West was trying to say when he was talking about slavery. Yes, 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 <laughs> you know, yes, and yes, I think that, that's a trap. I think he was trying to say, let's stop being victims. Let's stop dwelling on that victim mentality and be solutions driven and be future driven. Now, okay, yes, that's what happened about us. Then what type of thing? But uh, when I look back and I look at scholars and African leaders in the past, it's always been about, yeah, the white man this, the white man that, and this is what happened, this is what they did to us. And what we speak is what you're attracting to yourself. It'll always be about what happened in the past. And I think we should be different right now. Yes, we know that we are great. Yes, we know that life started in Africa. Yes, we know that we're kings and queens. Yes, we know that we are lied to about a white Jesus. Yes, we know that we are great. Yes, we know that we came up with all these great and awesome inventions. As much as our young people don't know that information, it's up to us to write those books to document that information, to start thinking differently and be solutions driven. Not act. Action changes things, MacGyver. It's A-C-T. Action changes things. Act. Don't just talk about it, gossip about it. Act. I'm acting. I'm acting. I'm acting. We're employing almost 100 people with this. This is in our immediate office. Imagine the thousands and thousands of young people that make a living selling this every day. Do you know what I mean? And, and it's with the same with the, the other things I'm involved in, the books that I'm writing, etc. I am acting. A lot of people don't act. A lot of people speak and complain. And I think where we are right now, guys, it's time to act. That's A-C-T. Because action changes things. Wow. Love that, love that. So, okay, let's talk about what you're busy with. You're doing so many things. You've got an album coming out. I'm excited about that. I saw your WhatsApp status when you were working, cooking the song, the single that's about to drop soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it, love it, man. Let's just talk about that quickly. MacGyver, I think a lot of people have um, used this time as some sort of a, um, an unofficial holiday. Sorry, let me, let me, let me, let me. I think people are using this as some sort of an unofficial holiday in MacGyver, you know? Mm. And that's dangerous because you fall into a comfort zone. You fall into a trap of thinking or believing that nobody's doing anything, so it's cool. Let me just sit down. Yeah. I'm currently working on my new album. Album is done. It's ready to be released, but you can never be satisfied as a creative. I mean, creatives out there know whether you create clothes, you create products, you create music, you create art, poetry, books, whatever you create, you can never be satisfied. You just want better. So I'm working on new songs. I'm working on the album. I haven't made music, bro. Yeah. I haven't released an album in almost 10 years, MacGyver. That's crazy. I took a break and I went to start Leadership 2020. I went to start Local Flame Vodka. I went to start Mo Fire Beverage Company. I went to start Massive Metro, etc. And I went to write three best-selling books. So at least I did something productive and something that contributes to history over the past eight years that I've been out of music. But coming back, it doesn't mean that you just come back and you just get a hit record and you rock yeah. and roll like that. For me, it's... with my buddies. <laughs> and, 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 and I'm proud of my youngster. Shout out to my buddies. He says, one of my youngsters, I mean, I've been working with him from when he was a come-up, working in Osquito's house, Osquito's studios. 
Uh, I remember even when we did a song called Khumuluze with my producer and Tani Man. We did a lot of songs when he was even before Uhuru. Yeah. But I'm very happy with what he has achieved and I'm proud of him for having changed so many lives. Congratulations, my producer. It really means a lot for, for young people to see, see you do what you do. That With the God's gift that God has given you, you keep blessing other kids and that's how you, you'll continue succeeding. But with that being said, MacGyver, I don't want to be on the top 10. I don't want to be number one right now. Yes, I did when I was younger, when I was full on as an entertainer. Right now I'm an OG, bro. Like I just want to do music for music and I want to be inspired to do music. And the reason why I haven't made music all these years, I haven't been inspired to do so. I'm excited. I'm, 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 I'm really happy because I've been playing the long game. I recorded a video, a video uh, I think it was about three months ago, MacGyver, it's on YouTube and I said, message to the 45 year old spoo i'm 40 years old now i was speaking to myself five years from today wow. and i was telling how great that guy will well i was telling how great that guy is wherever <laughs> he is and i was telling him whatever he is is there because of the sacrifices that i'm making <laughs> me right now <laughs> and i want to encourage you guys to do the same like I love that. record I love yourself that. and look at those recordings at least once a year on your birthday and say wow this is what I said exactly a year ago last year. This was me. What have I achieved in the past year? What skills have I acquired? What personal development initiatives have I taken to grow myself, to become a better person? Where is my life right now? Where am I going? What are the mistakes that I've done? How am I going to operate moving forward, etc.? And I like the fact that I'm very expressive. I like the fact that I've worked on radio because I mean, you can see even now, you just ask me one question and then I go on. Mm. And, I, and I love people like that who know their strengths, but at the same time, who know their weaknesses. Because that's how you succeed, knowing your strengths, appreciating God and what God does for you. But at the same time, replacing your weaknesses with a team that can help substitute for those things that you are not good at. That's why it's always teamwork, MacGyver. Yeah. Smuda, thank you so much, man. I feel for me like this was a selfish interview because... Most of the stuff that you're saying now, I really needed to hear that. And I hope people that are watching this um, can also relate because like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready to fuck shit up. You know, just after hearing you, man, it's, it's, it's amazing. Magava, you're already fucking shit up because right now, if there's any company that is not acknowledging what's going on in the world, they, they'll have to be very stupid. That's why they have to run to entertainers to give them money so they can give them streaming numbers. The next people that they're, go, they're gonna be going for is people like yourself. Brace yourself for becoming the next digital millionaire, MacGyver. I'm proud of you. Good luck and all the best, bro. Thank you so much, Smuda. In closing, uh, you're doing so many things, I can't even keep up. <laughs> 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 we've got the album coming out, we've got the book. Well, what else is happening? You're doing Insta Live? Okay, I've got a new single. I know maybe by the time everybody's watching this, the single is already out. It's called Mbambane, which is a Swahili word that means hustle. New song, first single out of my upcoming album. First album in eight years of not being in the entertainment industry. For those who don't know, I ran an independent record label from 20 years old. I was 19 turning 20 and turning 21, TK, my business partner at the time, we ran record label, we discovered artists. I became a millionaire at a young age. Um, I lost a lot of money. I lost everything I had. I got it back up. I lost it again. I got it back up. I made a lot of mistakes when I was young but I lived out my passion, which turned out to be my purpose. I'm a music fan. 
I love people out there. I love music fans. I love people that create music. I love producers. I'm a producer myself. I'm a DJ. I'm a musician. I ran a record label for 12 years. Very One of the most successful independent record labels in South Africa. It's definitely up there in the top five or top three of the most successful independent record labels in, in South Africa or, or the African continent. You can say we definitely are in the top 10. And I think that's great to have done that as a young person. But now as an OG, writing best-selling books, creating startup companies, and growing and having to share this wisdom with the new generation, I'm happy. And that's why I'm happy to keep talking and talking and talking and recording this because I watch videos of Martin Luther Kings, I watch the videos of Malcolm X, I watch Usteep Biko, I watch how Abu Tupac Shakur and them have shared information on camera and how it has been able to be still consumed today, 20 something or 30 years later. And that's why when I get a microphone like this or when I'm recording, I drop jams because I know at that point that maybe some of the people that are watching this, this footage have long died a hundred years ago, 200 years ago. You know, my children's, but my companies are around. And I guess people then, what I used to say is making sense because wow, this is what he started back then. Look at how big it is today. And it's no longer around or whatever. Maybe right now it's year 3000 and you're watching this. So I really want to continue being a beacon of hope to my community, being the black people. And I just want to say I'm black before I'm anything. I'm black before I'm any religion. I'm black before I am any group. I'm black before I'm any race. I'm black before I'm any political party. I'm black before anything. So nice. And uh, between Tess Records and Kalawa, who do you think would win the battle? I was saying that yesterday. Kalawa would definitely win. <laughs> I think... But you give them a run for their money, bro. Yes! No, of course. Of course we will. You need to remember we're around for 12 years. They've been around for 20 yeah, yeah. plus years. So yeah. when I got into the game, they've been at it, you know? But when you're, when you're talking, you're talking Pongo Muffin. Muffin is one. Uh, you're talking um, Pongo Muffin. Black Mahuda. Trumpis. Black Motion. Uhuru. Maporis. Oskilo. Mahuda. You know what I mean? And we did our thing just for about a decade or so, a little bit longer than that, and that was it. And then we moved on to pursue our other our passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when I say they would beat us, I think they've got a bigger catalog, yeah. bigger hits, more hits, and more classics than we do. And that's why when I came into the game, they've always been our role models mm -hmm. and our inspiration and our benchmark. Mm -hmm. Till today, they'll always be, and I'll always be honest, and say in front of camera how much I look up to Oskido and what they did back in the day, Vinny Da Vinci, um, Chris, um, shout out to Christos, shout out to Don Laga, shout out to Drew, Arthur, the guys that did it before us, Lindelani Mkize, we remember those Sony Summer Sounds, Ndate Chabu Frongwane, I want to give big up to Ndate uh, Benjamin Dube, um, Soli Masha, I want to give out all these props to all these OGs that have showed us what we can do and what we can become. And I'm glad that we've taken their bait and we've used their blueprint to make ourselves um, and our family successful. But then right now, I think it's your guys' responsibility to learn from our mistakes so you don't repeat them and take the good things that we did so you guys can be better than us. Were you shocked, uh, as I was, at Chile's uh, funeral that not a lot of guys that you started or started with him were not there, you know? Because I think you were the I wasn't only one. Shocked, I knew. No, no, I wasn't shocked. I knew very well because Chile was, uh, was a straight talker. 
and when you are a straight talker sometimes you rub some people the wrong way and unfortunately when he passed on he had just done your an interview on your podcast and although he was working for us at massive metro you know i was really really hurt but at the same time not seeing a lot of people in the industry at his funeral was that uh, number one it was not that much publicized although I, I feel some people could have come but i'm sure some people had just watched the interview had done with him because it was still fresh and i think when he died and it made national headlines a lot of people watched your podcast with him and i don't think a lot of people were so impressed that he spoke about <laughs> that they probably didn't come to the funeral or for whatever reasons maybe they were busy mm. But I really do think that a lot of the people who are speaking about are really good dudes, you know. They're really wonderful guys that even if you can say whatever when you're still alive, when you pass on, you pass on. No matter how much differences we might have had when you're still alive, I really do believe those guys are good guys that they probably would have wanted to come, but I think a lot of them could not come because it was during the week. But at the same time, Chidi was so much of a straight talker that I am sure there's probably one or two of them who did not come yeah. because of... <laughs> because of what he had said on your podcast or maybe because of the relationship that he had had with them. But uh, I'm just glad that uh, I've had to spend time with Chili. I've known him from when I was a youngster. I've watched his career. I've watched his journey. I celebrated him even when I started Massive Metro and no radio station wanted to mess with him. And, you know, I brought him to Massive Metro and uh, unfortunately things happened that happened and he left. And at some point he came back to say, okay, I want my job back. And then we gave it back to him again. And unfortunately, still did not work out. And unfortunately, yeah. eventually lost his life. But I think um, I'm happy with the role I'm playing in society. You know, for me to go get Zola and get him to be a part of Metro, Massive Metro. Um, and shout out to Metro FM, by the way, for giving me the opportunity. And, and Massive Metro, to say the name, let me say it on record. Some people in the future, they might say, I might have started that name because of beef, because I was mad that I was fired. No, Metro is taken from Metropolitan. Mm. Our station, because it broadcasts in Johannesburg, the Johannesburg Metropolitan, it is a massive Metropolitan station. So that's why it was massive Metro. It's not because of Metro FM. You know, although I've always been inspired by Metro FM and I'll always look up to Metro and be grateful for what they did in my career. I guess... I got him to come to become a part of it because I believed in his talent and because of how much of a brother he was to me. Unfortunately, he passed on and may soul rest in peace. And I was glad to have met his children and his family. And wherever they are, if they're watching this video at a later stage, maybe many years from today, I wish them all the best. And I want them to know that their father was one of the greatest radio jocks on air. Once he gets the mic, he'll be the best DJ you'll ever heard, you've ever heard on the mic. One of the best, 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 best. He's high up there on the top five or high up there on the top three. If you want to count Kansas City, the late Kansas Mkunume, so rest in peace. Umamalindi Antulume, so rest in peace. Umabkos Khate, Ufejo, DJ Fresh, Alex J, Umak Gilman, DJ Smoo, Kabzela, may so rest in peace. There's a lot of us. I think Chili M's name is high up there with the best of them. Speaking about greatness, I've been trying to get Zola on for the past year. Hey, man, I don't know how to get him on, bro. I can't crack him, bro. <laughs> can never crack Zola. Hey, will you speak to him for me there? I think Zola is too smart for a lot of people's comprehension of how he thinks and the type of person he is. I asked him for a podcast on the Hustlers Corner. He, he didn't refuse but I can see that he doesn't want to be on camera. And I think he's got his own reasons. And sometimes I turn to respect that. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and I let people sort of simmer down. And whenever I feel, or maybe they feel, whenever they feel they're ready, I'll kind of um, ask them again, maybe six months later or nine months later and see if they're willing to. I will ask him and then I'll also pass you his contact. Yeah, um, I've got his contacts. I've been chatting to him. And like he's saying, he's not for it, you know? And I keep trying. I don't think he's not for it. Mm. I think he's probably not in a good space right now. You know mm. what I mean? Sometimes not that you don't want to do something. People have got their own different reasons. It doesn't mean that when something did not happen your way, MacGyver, that person hates you or that person does not want to be on your, on your podcast. You need to remember your podcast is, 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 is the biggest or the fastest growing podcast in South Africa. And mm. he knows that it's not only that it's the biggest, it's that it's going to exist online forever. And, mm. and once you partake in recordings like these, especially like, as somebody like him, who's been away for so long in the mm. spotlight, I think you want to be ready when you go in mm. front of the camera. Mm. I think even you, you remember with me, I was like, okay, not today, not, not yeah. this day, bro. Let's do it on a different day. Because yeah. I knew also that quarantine and maybe I'll be ready at that time. Or, you know, he's got his own reasons. But mm. I want to tell you, the day you sit down with Zola, it'll be the best podcast you've ever done with anyone. Yeah. Not in terms of numbers, not in terms of numbers, but because of the type of person he is mentally. He is the most intelligent brother I have ever met who does not have a degree. Wow. You're fucking kidding me. If you see Tupac or you see those types of people that are conscious and that are, Zola is like that. Like Zola grew up reading books. Zola doesn't have a degree or does not have a, a PhD, but Zola is more intelligent than people with PhDs and masters, etc. It's just naturally. But he doesn't brag about his intelligence. I think he's always over the years been like the likes of about David Icke, people who'd be um, dismissed as just conspiracy theorists or dismissed as a Zifnatpayashanya because the things that they say, humankind is not ready to comprehend that type of message. But because of what the world is going through right now, where we are, I think it's times like these that the world needs to listen to people like Zola. And um, uh, I forgot his name. Um, oh, I'll give you the name of, of these types of brothers that I'd like to speak mm. to. People who are conscious, who are not just only going to tell you, yeah, this is what happened at that club, or that one, that's mm. what happened at that club. Mm. But people that are going to teach mm. people with consciousness and arm your, your following or your audiences with consciousness. I'll start sharing those types of names. And some of them, I'll speak to them and, and I'll, I'll forward them to you because do, I believe there's a, there's got a lot to teach our young people. Yeah. Thank you so much, Spoodle. Just like your name, I hope you continue to bless, you know, more people out there, God willing, you know, because uh, I love everything that you're doing. I keep WhatsApping you and saying, dude, you're an inspiration and you do it time and time and again. So thank you for that, man. Yeah, really proud of you too, bro. And I want you guys, young people out there, as my uh, my last parting shot to learn from MacGyver. MacGyver worked for Y. He worked for Highfold. He was big on Y. He was big on Highfold. Had a great career. And when things happened in his career, some people wrote him off as if he was done. But I want to say to you, learn from MacGyver's experience because his experience is like my experience. It doesn't mean that when you're fired by these big institutions that it's the end. Believe in yourself that you can think out of the box and create your own thing that you can build over long term, but it ends up became, becoming something great. And that's exactly what MacGyver is doing with this podcast. And I have no doubt that this podcast 
is going to be one of the, it was already the biggest in South Africa now, but I've got no doubt that in five or 10 years time, it's going to definitely make, make him a multimillionaire because that's where the world is going, digital. So I want you guys to learn from people like MacGyver that when they fire you or when you lose your job, when things are hard or when you feel like it's the end, it is not really the end. It's not the end until God says so. Thank you so much, man. Couldn't have closed it better. Thank you so much. With all the best, my G. I love you, bro. Proud of you. God bless. <laughs> I'm Take sure Moe Flavor is proud of you. For those who don't know, MacGyver and Moe Flavor came at the same time. They were the best of friends. Moe Flavor is killing it at Metro FM as a breakfast host. MacGyver is killing it as the number one podcast in the country. I can't help but be proud of these young people. What are you, as a young person, doing with your life? Thank you so much, Buddha. <laughs> Peace, bro. Take care, man. Sweet, sweet. Podcast and chill. Matt G, the ghost lady, and Len Moleko. With Metro by T-Mobile, your hard-earned money goes further. This tax season, there's zero fees to switch. Enjoy Metro's lowest price. Just 25 bucks a line for four lines. Plus, get four free Samsung Galaxy phones when you switch. Now that's the best deal in wireless. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. All lines lose promo rate if any deactivates. No fees on select phones. Limit one per line with eligible port. Exclude sales tax. Limited time offer. Additional terms apply. See MetroByTMobile.com. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm, yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.